The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Live on Radio Row. And when you hear great NFL former players singing songs like that, you know Ron Jaworski was not a part of that uh, production. <laughs> no. He wasn't part of the Super Bowl shuffle with the Bears. But he has been involved in many things, except I don't think uh, hip-hop and R&B songs. Have you done any, Ron Jaworski? Uh, uh, no, maybe we could bring out uh, Bobby Vinton and Moyad, Exactly. We got, we got Bill Romanowski's here, <laughs> yeah, we, Bruce Gradkowski We could form here. a team here. We, got a little, Polish we, we could do a little polka. Yeah, that would All be right. great. Super Bowl polka party. Yeah. Everybody's got I, a Tony, party. You're always thinking. I love it. <laughs> Which sell that thing out like my cigar party? It, it had a cigar party tonight. That's right. What year is this for the Ron Jaworski, it, Mike Ditka cigar, cigar party celebration? Ten, tenth year. Wow. Sold out every year. Now, can uh, I do I have to bring my own or do, do I roll no, my own there? Or no, no? No, no. <laughs> Tony. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now with everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brushed nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. You can do anything you want, but we will have cigars there for you. Now, what kind? You got some. You got yeah. the good stuff oh, here. Yeah. Now. Not mean, Philly Rocky cheroots. Patel, no, we're not Camacho, talking about blunts. Ashton, no, no. We get, we get, we got seven cigar manufacturers <laughs> that that donate the cigars. It's a fundraiser for um, Gridiron Greats. Mm -hmm. uh, after the impact, uh, those. Uh, uh, warriors that served our country and the Jawsies playbook, which served you know youth in our community. So it's the 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 tenth year sold out every year, and Coach and I just have a great time. And it's wall to wall celebs and a lot of fun. Awesome, awesome. And now I was thinking because this is Super Bowl Fifty Three. My first Super Bowl was 1979, which was the Rams. And the Steelers. You remember that? I sure of do. Of course you do. Because yep. you played in the next one. That's correct. And that was, and I was there all week. Because I was there at the first one in 79. That wasn't the first Super Bowl. That was my first Super Bowl. Then when the Eagles went, Stan Walters and I were doing radio shows. You're all pro left tackle. And I got to meet you when you came to the Eagles in 77. So we're going back 40-something years, Ron. You know, I, I think we invented Radio Road. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, look what, you, look what you've done. You know? No, I had nothing to do with this. It's uh, amazing. No, it is. It gets crazier every yeah. year. So Super Bowl 53, Ron, you played. Now, Ron played with the Rams and the Eagles. That's correct. So at least this year you don't have to worry about anything because last year, obviously, you still live in the Philly area. You're big in the Philly area, big around the NFL with the alumni. But last year, everybody was rooting for the Eagles or everybody was a long-suffering Eagle fan. Now the Rams are back in it for the first time in a long, long time. So you got to have still a little place in your heart for the Rams. Oh, no, no question. You know, I was drafted by the L.A. Rams in 1973, uh, 36th pick in that draft, uh, drafted in the second round. Uh, 
Number 16, by the way, Jared Goff's number. He stole my number. I know. Yeah. Did you, do you have to give him a case of beer <laughs> or something? Or did he? <laughs> yeah, he didn't have to buy my number, you know. <laughs> like they do now. Yeah, yeah. 16, you got it. You know, Jaws who? All right. so who else has worn 16? Because obviously there are a lot of players that want it, but how many quarterbacks since you between you and Jared Goff have worn 16, do you know? I really don't know. Um, that's, that was a long time ago. I was there. My last year was 1976. So you have four years in L.A. Then, of course, they went to St. Louis. And, oh, by the way, I just did a, a, a St. Louis radio show. Uh -huh. They are pissed. They're, well, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're not real happy about, uh, you know, the Rams. I think Jeff Fisher's pissed, too, but yeah, now that, well, that's a different story <laughs> for another time. At least they went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, that, remember yeah. that? that? That was the last time the game was here. It was. It was, it was no, that was two Super Bowls it, ago. It, no, it, it was here. That was Vermeil's win over Jeff Fisher. That's right. That was that's the greatest good. show on turf in 2000 right here. That's right. And the, the Ice Bowl, remember? the, the yes. It was ice. Not, not the ice bowl in Green Bay, but no, that the city was, iced was, over. was iced over. Yeah, and uh, um, that was a Dick Vermeil's Super Bowl win with exactly. the St. Louis Rams. The St. Louis yeah. Rams and the Tennessee Titans, and that game was horrible. I remember sitting with Sal Powell in the upper deck at the Georgia Dome, and everybody saying, God, this game's terrible. Remember, 16 yep. nothing, and it was like one of those, oh, this is another one of those bad Super Bowl games. And then, boom, in the second half, the Titans come back, comes down to the last play. Game-saving tackle. I know. Right One-yard line. Exactly. And, uh, I think even Luigi was old enough to remember that game back in 2000. That's, even though that's I was, 19 I was old. years ago. Yeah. How old were you? I was old. 19 years ago? Yeah. yeah. I was 18 years old. Oh, so oh, you, then oh, you were oh, right yeah. in your yeah. wheelhouse. Probably. You probably had fantasy players in that game, no, right? <laughs> no, I had reality on that game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dick Vermeil said the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Kurt Roger Warner Warsky, said that. Ron Jaworski, of course, here in the, the Philadelphia Soul, the Arena League. You're going to expand some more. There's all kinds of outdoor leagues, the Alliance of American Football, whatever the hell that is. And listen, I know there's a lot of guys who can play, and there's, you know, they want to play anywhere and they get opportunities to play. And so the question is, everybody talks about college football is the NFL's minor league. Are there going to be any of these outdoor leagues which try to compete against the NFL, don't make it, but what about finding talent on some of these other leagues? Because there's guys in the arena league on your sole team that have made it in the NFL, get, get another shot, or have played in the NFL. And actually there are two, team, two players on my present Philadelphia sole team that made the Atlanta team in the AAF, which will be kicking off next week. So... There are a lot of quality players, and, and, and I just believe the game is good for everybody, not just the players. And I think you're developing broadcasters, athletic trainers, general managers, coaches. You're developing more than just the game on the field. And people love the game of football. And I was really heartbroken when NFL Europe was abandoned. Yeah, I thought it was a great product. Uh, yeah, you know, the NFL at that time, by running NFL Europe, was losing money. But to me, it was like $800,000 per team. It was like kind of tip money. And you were developing players, coaches mm -hmm. in Europe, broadcasters. There was, it, it was doing a lot of good things. Most importantly, growing the game. Exactly. And you it's huge in Europe. You have the game. That's oh why, why you think the commissioner wants to play in London every year and in Mexico. I, he wants it to become an international game. And it's starting to become it. But it's not like basketball and soccer and other sports where everybody in the world plays it. You expand the, the, the base of people who play. Look at all the Australian players coming in, the kickers. And it's becoming a an international game. You know, the rugby players, and the, yep. these guys, they're coming in to play professional football mm -hmm. now. And I think the commissioner's got this one right. You know, their game's in London now. I was in London twice this year. They embrace football, mm -hmm. not only on the field, in the stands, but in the communities. I mean, they, they know their football. I was pleasantly surprised. Actually, I played in a game there in 1988 
It was, at that time, it was called the American Bowl. Now, I was with the Miami Dolphins at the time, and we played the San Francisco 49ers at old Wembley Stadium. And you could see back then that they loved – at that time, it was more Americans there, but it's been more Americanized football-wise. They love their football, so I think commissioners got this one right. Keep expanding the league. But losing NFL Europe – I, I think setback player development. Think of the guys that, you know, Brad Johnson and guys, just name, I can name more guys, but that came in, learned the game in Europe, came to the NFL and had an impact. You know, one of the things about Ron Jaworski, he never got hurt in his entire career. He's one of the only quarterbacks who never had injury issues. I'm joking really? because we're talking about <laughs> yeah. other things because there's a lot of players this week that we talked to in Ray Rowe talking about, you know, mental health and, and CTE and all the important things that older players went through and now the younger players have the advantage of seeing that people are starting to care about concussions, but all the other injuries, the shoulders, the knees, and all the other things going on. Well, and I know you're here uh, also spreading the word about things that can help young players and active players. Well, there, are, there are about 20,000 former NFL players out there. And fortunately, I'm knocking on wood as I say this. You know, I'm fairly healthy. My knees haven't need to be replaced. My hips, my joints are okay. But I'm representing a company called DJO Knee Replacement fantastic company that does replacement and they want to spread the word and I'm helping them spread the word about their availability to former players and the general population if you have these injuries talk to DJ oh they do a phenomenal job in, in particularly knee replacements and I also are they national are they all over the country it's, it's national yeah and, and and Tony you're so right I mean we have come light years in treatment of concussions and all you know injuries and all the things that you know, happened many, many years ago. And I think the NFL and Roger Goodell have done a really good job of making the game safer. safer. And safe, player safety should be paramount, number one, to anyone involved with the National Football League. It is a rough, violent game. It's a great game, and I think it's a better game because of the measures that the commissioner has taken. But no matter what you do, it's a violent physical game, and injuries are going to happen. So it's nice to know that the people in the CTE world and the knee replacement world are making advancements to help make our lives better after we you know, enter the general population, not as football players. No, because we see a lot of concussions. We see some shoulder injuries, but we always see ankle and knee, lower extremity injuries, and guys' careers end. They used to end guaranteed now there's chances of guys continuing on because of the technology tony this is a number that shocks most people when i talk about the nfl career the average length of an nfl career right now is about 3.1 years wow that's shorter so, than luigi's career yeah, yeah, so think far of that, yeah. yeah so just think think of that by the time these guys are 25 i wasn't given a fair has, has he lasted 3.1 yet almost all right just think so these guys 25 years old they're trying to get Luigi's job, you know? Yeah, exactly. so, yeah so really, it's not a long they can career. Have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a raise for you, Luigi. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, you, we, yeah. it, it, we, there's all kinds. I mean, obviously, Achilles tendons will continue to get torn. Knees will continue to be ripped up inside because of the violent nature of the sport. But the fact that you can go and get it taken care of now much easier than back in the day. You're seeing guys come back in a year from major, major knee and, and ankle and all these other injuries. Medical advancements are absolutely amazing what is going on in that field. I, I always think of, in my era, Joe Namath. You know, mm -hmm. I was, I was a, an impressionable young guy in 1969. I'm a high school senior. Did when, you go to Broadway Joe's at least as a young man to get find out the, the ropes on how uh, to... When I went to New York, I did go to Broadway Joe's. <laughs> 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 I, I did because I, I idolized Joe Namath. You Who know didn't? what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was Broadway Joe. You know, and I and I still remember the pictures of Joe Namath's knee. 
Yeah. I remember he had knee surgery, which pretty much, Joe was a mobile, he could run, mm-hmm. and it, like a, it looked like railroad tracks for about two feet down his, and that oh, yeah. was the old surgery. Now you can't find a pinhole where they do these surgeries. So that's how far we have come in, in the medical field, and that's good. Absolutely. Ron George, Ron, it's always great to see you. Man, I see you all the time. Is Baldy here yet? I mean, yeah, like yeah, the ba- whole contingent comes in. Okay, well, Baldy and I are doing uh, these we call film sessions uh, mm-hmm. for Game Pass. I love and those. We, oh, we sit down with players, and we just talk ball, man. And, uh, and you know, we got a bunch to do this afternoon after we do Radio Row. We get Saquon Barkley and all these guys coming. And, we just, you know, we do... We put the game tape on and we just talk. That's what I love, man. And these guys, the players love that environment. You oh, know, I do. Just, I do too. As a, you know, I'm I'm a talk show host. Yeah. I'm not a player, but when I see Baldy and you breaking down yeah. films in the all 22s, yeah. it's phenomenal. Here's Baldy's walking yeah. in right now, yeah, as a matter I, of fact. I, I love the show. Why anyone can say, "Oh, here's what happened." I like to show you why it happened. Baldy's here. Ron Jawar. I, 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 I mentioned here. his name, and the, he just the miraculously ball, appeared. That's how Baldy is. He shows up everywhere. He, the, bat, hey. the bat hey. signal was up. Hey. And right there, Ron, you see what we have? See the pa- the banners we have there? What Super Bowl was that? Right there, right in front of this location on Radio Row. Which one is that? That's Super Bowl XXXIX. That's Jacksonville, Florida. That's the that was Donovan McNabb that was a mess. Super Bowl, right? That was a mess. You couldn't get out of the parking lot. I know. That, yeah. I'm, I'm out of here to rip other cities now. Come on, Ron. Well, I do. And cigars tonight, man. Cigars. So how, how do people, now, the public goes to this, too. It's not yeah, just players. Um, it, it, it's, it's a who's who of everyone that's So here, how do we get tickets now? Pete, you're here. Um, you got to be here, of I, course. I, I, I got to tell you, In though, Atlanta. It's sold out. Is it sold out? In, in fact, uh, it's oversold. And I'm oh, going to no. I'm, I'm, I'm be in trouble now, when people line up Now, what happens doors. if I get a couple tickets and I stand outside and try to scout Tony. them? Will I be in trouble? Yes. All right. I just yeah, check. We're raising money for charity. <laughs> no, I don't. We're raising money. <laughs> can I go on? Uh, <laughs> like, hey. Can I go on like eBay? Tony's trying to weasel his way can in. Can I go hey. like on uh, uh, StubHub and get a couple down low? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but I do know this. We're sold out at the Monday Night Garage tonight. So oh, it's all beautiful. good news. Yeah, all you, good I, news. You can get me in for a it's couple. It's a Ditka uh, Jaws cigars with the stars, as we call dude, it. Sold out. Ten years. So I can't get in now. You can't squeeze Tony, me I in. I invited you. I oh, get, okay. You, I just want. Be, I don't want people to get you, mad and say you, you sold out. You, but then you're going to get me in, no, and then people are going to be pissed off well, at me or you. They probably will be. <laughs> no, it'll be those people waiting in line, and you go see Jason. He says, hey, come to the front of the line. Uh, Jason, you're going to see me tonight and say, hey, I know that guy? Hey, hey. Or are you going to say, dude, come on, man. <laughs> Sorry. You know, you heard Ron say it sold out. I got, we can't get one more body in this room. Not one more we, cigar. Hey, I, I do not want to offend the fire marshal. <laughs> hey, Ditka wouldn't care. Ron, it's always great to see you, man. I can't believe it's been 38 years uh, since we were sitting in New Orleans back in the and, Super and, Bowl and, and 15. Look, and, and Tony, look what we started. Exactly. <laughs> there wouldn't be any cigars Nothing. if it wasn't was, for these correct. things. There wouldn't be any Ron Jaworski, <laughs> Mike Ditka <laughs> cigar <laughs> parties. We, we're trendsetters, Ron. Uh, yes, we may we be are. old and we may be getting gray, yeah. but we're still well, trendsetters. Are you getting gray? We're just here. Oh, okay. Just here. Ron Jaworski, Ron, thanks. Love you, Tony. To see Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? 
It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.